kids in the foster care system are not normal. They are traumatized, Mike, mm -hmm. because they have been taken away from their families, and we would get these little ones, and we would take them to a farm on Spring River, the Spring River Ranch, and teach, you know, let them chase butterflies, catch frogs, look for cut eggs, uh, take them fishing, wash the turkeys and the deer, and watch these troubled little children forget about things for a while. Yeah. And it is the greatest therapy that I know of in the world. Take your kids outside. Do something. Camel boots on my feet, bow in my hand, walking in. Hornet the Ammunition presents American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends. And uh, this episode, it's just going to be his friends. I'm the Red Bull Mike Crace. Wayne Lott joins me on the telephone. And uh, Wayne, how are you doing today? Now, I'm not doing too bad. I had my uh, heart cath yesterday. Uh, they did both left side and right side, getting checking my heart to make sure I'm going to be okay to make it through my uh, open heart surgery here next month. But uh, other than, I mean, it went fine. They had some trouble getting it to stop bleeding yesterday, so I ended up spending about another three hours in the hospital. And oh. about half an hour ago, I started bleeding again. So I'm, they told me to uh, wrap a compression uh, uh, bandage on it, and if it doesn't stop bleeding in the next 30 minutes, to head on back to the ER. So I have a feeling I'm going to be making another trip to the hospital tonight. Well, at least you being a retired paramedic and EMT, at least you know how to put on a compression bandage. Yes, I'm glad I'm not one of those paramedics that sees the side of blood and faints. <laughs> <laughs> well, we it would have been a short career. <laughs> uh, yeah, no kidding. Well, we, we hope everything works out okay, and hopefully they can get that uh, stop bleeding and everything uh, works out well. Although we, I mean, yeah. we we feel terrible that you're going to have to have the surgery next month because it's kind of going to kind of put you out of commission for a while for for turkey hunting and fishing and everything. Yeah, they said uh, sixty to ninety days because of the, what I'm having done. If it was just a simple uh, valve replacement, uh, it'd be, you know, 30 to 60 days, but I'm also getting my aortic arch replaced with a mechanical one. So mm. it's a uh, little bit more in-depth procedure, so I'm going to be out a little bit more time. But, yeah, basically I was told to forget this spring turkey um, and to uh, not think about shooting a gun or pulling a bow back until August. Oh, wow. Which is fine. It gets me ready for deer season and that. So, But it does blow my entire uh, spring turkey that I had. Yeah. Although I wouldn't mind if he calls and cancels my surgery and makes it for the week after spring opening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. You know. I think those are one of those things that you might as well, if you need it done, it's one of those things to go ahead and get done and, and get on the mend. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And I would rather do it at my age now at 53 than when I'm 65 or 70 because my recuperation yeah. will be much better. Absolutely. All right, so, Wayne, we got the turkey season coming up here, you know, just a little over two weeks away. It starts on uh, April 19th in both Missouri and Arkansas, by the way. And, uh, you know, MDC says it might be a tough year, some of the things that I'm seeing from MDC, uh, because they think the turkey population might be just a little bit down. Yeah, I had read that, too, online, and I'm not too surprised. Uh, now, I will say, uh, Alex is at least getting some pictures of turkeys showing up on his property. And, sure. You know, thank goodness for that. But uh, I have moved my uh, my wise eye camera to that. This makes four different locations now on my property where I had turkeys last year on camera with all the time. I have yet to get one turkey, but I've got coyotes out the yin-yang showing up and deer. 
Um, Eddie Owens was going to come out last weekend and hunt, but the wind was not right. And like you said, he doesn't want to blow a set yeah. uh, and take a chance. So I'm 100% with that. So we're going to shoot again this Sunday night. Wow. Yep, uh, the uh, predators, uh, they, they can really be bad, and they can really be detrimental to uh, the turkey population anywhere. I did see a, uh, a group of turkeys. Oh, golly, I don't remember what day it was this week, but uh, uh, it was kind of inspiring. You know, well, there are some turkeys around somewhere, uh, but uh, I, I live in an area where a lot of years, you know, you drive. if I drive the back way home from town, I uh, usually see you know, at least a few birds. And yeah. I've been going the back way almost every day, and I haven't seen bird number one yet. So uh, MDC may be onto something that our population uh, may be down a little bit. Uh, and for whatever reasons, you know, we had a you know a good uh, harvest last year, and and maybe the uh, the hatch wasn't what it needed to be. And and of course, there's the predator situation out there too. So uh, anyway, turkey season open right. on the 19th. Of course, we got the uh, youth hunt going on this weekend uh, in Arkansas and Missouri, and it's kind of strange. Uh, this year, Wayne, because usually Arkansas, Missouri, the seasons didn't coincide. Uh, but this year, the seasons are coinciding, uh, which is, um, you know, I don't know if Missouri, you know, it's the same time in Missouri as always. Arkansas, I think, put theirs back a week. And they put the youth hunts on the same weekend. So we ought to be seeing a lot of pictures this weekend of youngsters with turkeys. And that's always good to see. Oh, yeah. And there's and the states that have opened up already for their youth season, like over the last week or so. Um, that is so awesome to see all these kids with these big smiles on their face and, and holding the, uh, you know, their fan out and everything of their bird and, and the dads or moms that are with them, you know, smiling like crazy too. And uh, I, I, it's a great thing. And, and speaking of families that are knocking turkeys down, I know we're going to have Thomas Moore coming on here uh, in another week or so. And uh, yeah. man, him and his boys, holy yeah. cow, once again this year, they are knocking them down like crazy. I think they did five birds in two days. Yeah, that's uh, uh, American Roots uh, Team Kentucky, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the boys and and those boys. I'm telling you, uh, Thomas, he will have his own TV show just in his boys <laughs> when they when they get a little older, because those um, those boys they are they are hunting machines. I mean, absolutely machines. Because even if they're ages and they're you know anywhere from what uh, somewhere around ten all the way down to four or five, and they. They don't mind getting in a in a blind and sitting all day long. They absolutely are eat up with the sport and eat up with hunting and fishing too. And it doesn't matter if it's deer or turkeys or anything else that moves that you can eat and or that you can kill and and eat. Uh, they're all about it. I mean that that is a, a true example of a great Ozarks family. Oh yeah, I agree a hundred percent. I mean. His kids, I think they are so much into the outdoors and into wildlife. I swear, I bet you if they cough, feathers pop out. <laughs> I mean, the duck hunting that they do is unbelievable. Yeah, Those, duck hunting, uh, yeah. Like said, fishing, the deer. And it don't matter. Temperatures don't scare these kids either. It's 10 degrees out there, and they're out there hunting. Yep. They, these, the temperatures. Thomas has done such a great job raising these kids. I'm so proud of him and his family. And, and uh, he's steering them in the right direction, not only with hunting, but with his faith, too, and what an outstanding job he's done, and I can't wait to see these kids as they get older what they're going to do. Yeah, American Roots Outdoors, Team Kentucky, and again, uh, the youngsters. And, and like you said, Wayne, we're seeing pictures on social media, uh, you know, all the states where the youth turkey hunts are already held and where turkey season is open now. I mean, people are just knocking them down right and left. Before we uh, take a break here, I wanted to mention um, 
Have you seen, do you, are you aware of who The Undertaker is from the WWE, the wrestler? Oh, yeah. I've actually met him back in the 80s. Okay. Well, have you seen that this season, The Undertaker has been hunting, uh, turkey hunting for the first time in his life with Tyler Jordan? I did not know that. Now, that's neat. Yeah, that's really cool. And I mean, The Undertaker, I believe he's 53, might be, he's, he's in his 50s. And of course, due to the hectic schedule that those guys have, those professional wrestlers, he's never been able to go turkey hunting. Uh, well, he's hunting with Tyler Jordan, and I've seen on social media uh, that he uh, he limited out, I believe it was in, I think they were hunting in Mississippi. His season is open there, Mississippi or Alabama. Anyway, The Undertaker has tagged out <laughs> for the turkey season. I and the smile on his face was unbelievable. Even for a guy in his 50s killing his first birds, he looked like one of Thomas Moore's kids killing their turkeys. And, you know, they're in, in their single digits. And that's what, the right, spot right. Of, that's what the sport of turkey hunting is all about, putting smiles on people's faces. So, anyway, I just wanted to mention now, that. Right. Was he wearing his uh, Undertaker uh, wrestling uniform? Because that would actually probably do pretty well in a, in a turkey blind, being all black and everything. No, so. I think that would that would probably scare the turkeys to death as he went in character. No, he was wearing camo. All right, we're going to take a break, and uh, we're going to be back. More American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends in just a moment. Hey, everybody, this is Michael Wadden with Bone Collector, and you're listening to my buddy Alex Rutledge on American Roots Outdoors, man. Don't miss an episode. I've been on a big board for a while, like load him in the back of my Redbone, what would you say if I could tell you that you could kill a buck on a certain day? I would say you're crazy. There's no way to predict how the bucks are going to move. Well, you're wrong. There's a new camera out called Wise Eye Technologies. These guys can predict the actual deer movement exact time that a deer is going to come through. Really? Wise Eye Technology? This camera has five megapixel pictures, has a GPS system built inside, and it's an experience using this camera. It collects data and tells you the movement, wind direction, everything. On a camera? On a camera, wiseeyetechnologies.com. And how do I find out more information about these guys? You go to wiseeyesmartcam.com. I'm using them. You should too. Make your hunt easier. Use WiseEye. Seed presents American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends. I'm the Red Bone Mike Grace. Wayne Locke joins us uh, here for another segment on the show today. And uh, Wayne, want to mention uh, uh, the fishing in the Ozarks because uh, I, I know that the CRSA, the Current River Smallmouth Association, Alex likes to promote them. Um, I know they're up and running now. I believe they've had a tournament uh, already and uh, they're going to have a full schedule. You can find them online, by the way. They've got a Facebook page, CRSA, Current River Smallmouth Association. You can search for that. And uh, on the lakes, the fishing, from what I understand, is really heating up. And we're talking about all of it, uh, from the uh, smallmouth to the largemouth to the crappie and the, the stripers and the hybrids. I mean, if you want to go catch fish right now is the time to go to one of the, the uh, core of the uh, core of engineers' lakes, whether it be Norfolk or Bull Shoals or over on Wapapello or one of the many other lakes around the region, the fishing is absolutely red hot. Now, I'm curious, though, do you think it's because we've had this rain and the runoff is actually warming the water temperatures up enough to get those fish to come up off the bottom a little earlier than normal? Because 
normally they're not hitting this hot this early in the in the year, are they? Well, yeah, I think so. I think so. And you know, it's it's been pretty warm during the days and the nights. I mean, except for just a couple a couple of weeks ago, a couple of nights, it stayed relatively warm, and it doesn't take long for the uh, the water to heat up when the sun's beating down on it. I think there are a lot of factors, and uh, but boy, everybody I see. Uh, and they're catching the crappie now like crazy, big old slab crappie. I mean, absolutely filling the boat up. And uh, I think we talked about this before. Um, I don't know if there's anything better than uh, catching a mess of crappie and, and you know, getting them up on the bank and scoring those dudes and popping them in some hot grease and eating them right there. And uh, unless maybe it's eating suckers uh, that you've uh, grabbed out of the river or, or uh, gigged out of the river uh, during the uh, gigging season. So, uh, But anyway, uh, folks, yeah, the fishing is turning on. And I don't think it's as hot yet, Wayne, as it's going to be as we move along here over the next month or so. Okay. Yeah, because I just thought this was a little bit nor- uh, earlier than normal last year, and I was thinking it was just because of the maybe with all these rains that we've had that it's warmed the temperatures up a little bit faster than what they uh, normally would have been. Because I thought last year was more towards the uh, end of uh, middle to end of April before it really heated up. And like you said, you know, looking at the pictures coming off right now, these guys are slamming these crappies left and right, and boy. They are some happy crappie fishermen out there because, like you said, there's no difference between the smile on their face holding up that crappie and a smile on these kids' faces holding up a fan of their first bird. Uh, absolutely. So, folks, get out there and do some uh, do some crappie fishing if you've uh, if you've got the opportunity. And it's only, like I said, it's only going to get better over the next few weeks. Also, Wayne, want to mention uh, something else, and we kind of touched on this last week, uh, just a little bit, uh, and the week before. But uh, coming up in May is going to be the time for. Uh, Missouri uh, hunters that want to hunt elk or bear this fall to enter for the random drawings, right? You can do that during the month of May. And uh, for those that have not heard yet, uh, of course, we had the first elk hunt last year. There's going to be another elk hunt this fall and our first bear hunt in I don't know how long. Uh, we'll be hunting bears in southern Missouri, most generally south of I-44. Uh, coming up, I believe that's in October. I'd have to look. You can find more information at mdc.com. But, yeah, time uh, will be coming up here in uh, just another three weeks to go online, mdc.mo.gov, and enter for your chance to be in that drawing. And uh, I just think that's pretty exciting. You know, the more opportunities that we can provide, and, uh, and, you know, there's going to be a a limit of, uh, I believe, 200 bears to be killed throughout the region. So, uh, it's just going to be it's just going to be exciting and things are just getting better thanks to the Missouri Department of Conservation the Conservation Commission and all the groups that have worked together uh to really get the bear population to where it is now and and to have a sustainable number to supply or to uh, uh, support a hunt and same way for the elk and the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation and the uh, Elk uh, Foundation of Missouri whatever they're called the people that you know work so hard to get that done and here we are hunting elk in Missouri, hunting bears in Missouri, to go along with everything else. It's just a good time to be an outdoorsman in Missouri. Yeah, and people are always saying, well, where does my money go? Where does my money go? And, uh, well, there's where it goes. You know, I mean, you're, yeah. you buy your tags and that. It, it may take a few years for you to see it, but like you said, I mean, I'm be throwing my hat in on this bear. Uh, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. Uh, I am looking forward to uh, getting in on bear hunt if I can get drawn. I mean, We've got a couple of uh, uh, brutes that have been coming around our cameras, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, every few weeks, Matt. So they're in our area here, that's for sure. And I wouldn't mind getting a hold of one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, they're, I mean, they're pretty much throughout South Missouri. And, folks, you can research more on that, uh, whether it be the elk or the bear. Uh, just go to the Missouri Department of Conservation website, all right? And it's a great resource. And uh, there's even a map on there that uh, has got little dots that shows where all the bears are located or the general vicinity where the bears are located that have been collared and have transmitters on them. And, you know, and they've been tracking these bears now for several years. And uh, it really is just kind of fascinating to go on the website. And, and it's kind of endless, uh, the amount of research you can do on the bears and, and the way they've come back and, and where they're located and just all kinds of stuff uh, about bears. And same way with the elk. And, and, you know, they've got the app for your cell phone on the elk that you can actually uh, download onto your phone and uh, kind of see where the elk are at just about all times. Yeah, I think people would be fascinated to see how how far a bear will actually travel, especially in the springtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when, he, when they're really starting to get up and move around and, and the greenery comes up and the berries start coming out, those uh, bears will travel. And I'm not talking just, you know, half a mile, a mile around their, their home. They will travel a long way and make loops to uh, get to food and stuff. So Absolutely, absolutely. All right, then, uh, uh, so, Wayne, uh, are you going to be able to be with us again? I know, I know that you're... You know, in some pain today after your procedure that you had yesterday, and uh, are you going to be good to be with us for another segment? Actually, Mike, I, I'm still. I just, I just pulled my bandage up, and I'm still bleeding from it. So I'm actually going to be uh, All right, have yeah. to cut you short here and, and get up to the ER and that. But uh, I was glad I was able to get on a little bit here with everybody, and I want to wish everybody that's uh, out uh, you turkey hunting this weekend the best of luck. And I can't wait to see those pictures and make sure you uh, share them on the American Roots Outdoors. Uh, hey, we'd love to see them. Yeah, absolutely, folks. American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge. Share those pictures with those kids uh, on on the page, and and you never know. We might pick one at random and give them some kind of a prize. You never know what's going to happen when you when you uh, participate or when you uh, participate actively with the American Roots Outdoors gang on the Facebook page. That sounds good. All right, uh, that's Wayne Locke, folks. We got more American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge coming up in just a couple of minutes. Stay with us. Hi, I'm Preston Pittman, and you're listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and his friends. Big old hill, year after year, got my gear. Hornady Ammunition presents. American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends. And we want to say thanks to Wayne Locke for being with us on the first half of the show today. I'm Red Bull Mike Crace. Of course, Alex is uh, unavailable to be with us today. And we have called on another one of our good friends and colleagues in the outdoor business, the Tomcat, Tommy Garner from Hardy, Arkansas. Tomcat, welcome to the American Roots Outdoors Radio Show. Well, thank you, Mike. It's always an honor and privilege to do anything with you and Alex and uh, with Cape Country it, itself, you know, and um, thank you for asking me, and I'm always ready and willing to do whatever you need to need to have done. All right, well, uh, we, we've talked in the first half of the show about a number of different subjects, but what I'd like to uh, talk about here with you first is the fact that the uh, youth turkey hunt in Missouri and Arkansas is going on this weekend. Uh, what's your take on the prospects for the the kids out there in the turkey woods this weekend? Well, a lot of it depends on the weather, and uh, if the if the weather holds, it's going to be an absolutely great thing. I know that um, Ray I had mentioned a couple of days ago that he had heard his first whippoorwill, which is unusual. Mm-hmm. But uh, when the whippoorwills are 
or during their time, the turkeys were gobbling. And to the best of my knowledge, we've had a pretty good hatch in Arkansas and Missouri. And I will say the further south you go in Arkansas, the less the turkey population is to a point. You can go down, you know, uh, somewhere a couple of counties down, and then the turkeys begin to be less. We're in Missouri. They're, they're trying to be pretty widespread. And with it being early, the turkeys ought to work really good, Mark. I'm expecting us to have a great time in the turkey woods. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think it will be too. As a matter of fact, somebody sent me a message on Facebook this morning. Said they walked out their back door this morning about daybreak, gave a big old just one owl hoot, and he said it was music to my ears off in the distance. So yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> so the turkeys are gobbling right now, and of course that's a great thing. And Tommy, you know, and, and we talk about it all the time on American Roots, how important it is to get children involved in the outdoors, whether it's deer hunting turkey hunting, squirrel hunting, taking them to the creek or to a pond or to the lake to go fishing. It is just so important that we, as adults, and kind of our responsibility as adults, to get these kids involved in the outdoors. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people don't know that Wanda and I used to do foster care. Mm -hmm. Mike, we've had more than 100 kids live with us over a period of years. And there's no... um, let me, let me say this without being rude or anything. Kids in the foster care system are not normal. They are traumatized, Mike, mm-hmm. because they have been taken away from their families, and we would get these little ones, and we would take them to a farm on Spring River, the Spring River Ranch, and teach, you know, let them chase butterflies, catch frogs, look for cut eggs, uh, take them fishing, watch the turkeys and the deer, and watch these troubled little children forget about things for a while. Yeah. And it is the greatest therapy that I know of in the world. Take your kids outside. Do something. And uh, it it is, you know, it, it works for it's big folks, too. But <laughs> yeah. the kids, when when you get them outside and away from those things, they begin to experience the natural world, and they begin to make a connection that lasts for a lifetime, Mark. I mean, it is so important. And let me say this about Alex. Alex is the youngest person at the time they were inducted. Alex Reddish, youngest person we've ever inducted into the Legend Outdoors Hall of Fame. And it's because since he was a teenager, he's been in the outdoor industry, and he always, wherever he goes, whatever he does, and I've done this with Alex in several states, he always gets the kids involved. And that's why that he is the youngest member of the Legend Outdoors Hall of Fame, is because of him doing exactly what you're saying. Yeah, well, he just knows how important it is. And, and you know, Alex, and we've talked about this, and we talk about it on the American Roots Show all the time. Uh, uh, Alex started in the outdoors you know, as a professional, uh, you know, as, as a teenager in young 20s. But uh, he started, you know, going out with his older brothers and older sisters and, and 
doing the same things they were doing when he was three, four, five years old. So he he knows how important it is, and he knows that um, how much better it made his life uh, when he connected with the outdoors. And, 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 you know, I I didn't get started in the outdoors until, you know, later in life because I grew up in St. Louis and there just weren't any opportunities. Uh, But, uh, boy, if I could have been out there as a kid, that would have been the most fantastic thing. My outdoors as a kid was going to the baseball field. And going to the football field and and playing those outdoor sports, uh, which and, and of course mom kicking us out of the house at nine o'clock on Saturday morning and said supper's at five, be home. <laughs> <laughs> was that awesome? It was. It was. It was a great way to grow up and uh, even living you know on the outskirts of St. Louis. Uh, and of course we're talking back in the sixties and the early seventies and things were a lot safer then. But uh, yeah, I think you're right. And I don't care what it's doing in the outdoors, even playing a little league or playing Mighty Mighty Football, you got to get the kids out of the house, get them outdoors, enjoy the sunshine, enjoy, you know, playing a little basketball on a, on a, a concrete basketball court in the rain because it creates memories uh, that they'll have forever. And and the same goes with taking them hunting and taking them fishing. You know, Mike, uh, no one had to instill the love of hunting and fishing in me Mm-hmm. Um, the adults around me were doing it, and I just instantly, they didn't say, you know, you need to do this, and you need to learn to love it. But I just loved it. Right. Uh, I absolutely loved it. And, you know, uh, Mike, it was time in my life when I had to spend a lot of time in Los Angeles in the major cities, and the only thing that kept me going is knowing that as soon as I got my job done, I was going home, and I was... <laughs> going to hunt and I was going to fish and I was going to lay outside in the grass at night and <laughs> watch the skies and maybe see a falling star or two and hear a turkey gobble in the morning and see a, a deer you know, a buck chasing the door or something mm-hmm. or just watch some geese fly or something. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, it just, I can't imagine a world where that doesn't happen. Well, it's totally foreign to me. And uh, I've seen the transformation of children that when you introduce them to the outdoors, it's like you open a big new world that they've never seen. And they're going, wow, man, a butterfly, caterpillar, you know, a frog, a a snake, you know, just uh, eagles, you know, ducks. Just it's wonderful, you know, outside. And it somehow it opens the door, Mike, to let children connect with the real world instead of the artificial world that so many of our children are stuck in today. Yeah, I would agree. All right, Tommy, we got to go to a break. When we come back, I want to talk about uh, fishing because the fishing is really turning on in the Ozarks and uh, something that you're involved with, the Legends of the Outdoors National Hall of Fame. And uh, we'll talk about that uh, coming up in our next segment. You're listening to American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends. We're back in a minute. This is Brenda Valentine, and you're listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. Around your heart. So you never gotta worry what the wind might do. American Roots. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Rutledge with American Roots Outdoors. How many of you need an attorney? If you're like me, sometimes you do. I go to Zane Prevet at 
the Prevet Law Office, Willow Springs, Missouri, no case is too big or too small. You can call Zane at 417-469-3535. Zane Prevet at the Brevet Law Office. This is Alex Rutledge, and he is my attorney. Wise Eye Technologies present American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends. And we're on the phone today with the Tomcat, Tommy Garner from Outdoors Live on K Country 95 Radio, uh, which airs every Monday afternoon at 105. And of course, Tommy, an outdoor writer, a syndicated writer. He's been a, a, a TV host and, and a number of other things in the outdoors for a long, long time. Tommy also uh, sits on the board of the Legends of the Outdoors National Hall of Fame and Museum. And, Tommy, I know that uh, through the legends, y'all have got a big announcement about this year's induction ceremony. Oh, my goodness. It's just, uh, to me, it's a great thrill. This will be my 19th year of being on the board of directors for the Legend Outdoors Hall of Fame. And for the first time ever, Mike, it's going to be in Springfield. See, I think that— Springfield, Missouri, you know, that Bass Pro Shop. Yeah, I think this is— Always been in the Nashville area, and the last several years has been been at Opryland and Opryland area and and uh, General Jackson Showboat. And to me, it's it's a great thing because Bass Pro Shop is where it needs to be anyway. And uh, we we are going there, and of course that's just for to our listeners, Mike. That's uh, just a short, wonderful drive oh, yeah. from here to Springfield. And uh, for the price of admission, which is about $100, which seems like it's just a, a ph- phenomenal amount of money, but when the fact that there will be you know, 300 to maybe 400 people there, and a third of those people are, you know, are, you know a good percentage of these people, are people like Hank Parker and, and Bill Dance and, and uh, Ray Scott and Brenda Valentine, you know, and uh, Jerry Martin and uh, Knight and Hale and, you know, and Alex Willis, people like that that you can talk with, uh, take pictures with, get autographs and just have have a, some one-on-one time to, to talk to these people and then be part of some of the other people that are, that are being inducted. And one of the things that um, that I was really excited about this remark is that Gordon Whittington, who's oh. been editor-in-chief of North American Whitetail Magazine, and of course, I'm part of the North American Whitetail television crew, is going to receive probably our most prestigious award, which is the Wayborn Outdoor Communicator of the Year Award. Wow, that's and, fantastic. And, uh, it's, you know, it's close. It's at home. But I'm hoping that this is where that it's going to be because it's so much easier for us uh, <laughs> to go from here to Springfield than it is from here to Nashville. Yeah, now tell and, me, what's, uh, gonna, yeah, what, is ahead, the, yeah, what is the date for the event this year? The It's August 21st, and uh, we'll be talking about that. And mm-hmm. uh, remind the people we'll probably have Gary Mason, the founder, on um, before that time okay. to talk about it. And it's wonderful, you know, that you can go 
and meet these people in, in person. And uh, it, to me, you know, I, I could think about a fantasy that I'm in, in a room with people that I've grown up watching on TV and listening on the radio and on the hunting videos and, and all these things. And then I, I wake up and realize, Man, this is not fancy. This is real. Here they are. Yeah, yeah. Great, and, great event, and and we'll look forward to that. And I know a, a number of the American Roots crew are planning on being there this year for that event. All right, Tommy, I want to talk a little bit of fishing because, um, and we just got a few minutes left here about uh, about four minutes because I know the fishing is turning on right now here in the Ozarks. Oh my! We were um, a few days ago. We were with Dale Brinkley on Norfolk Lake. And uh, we started out kind of slow, but we got into catching smallmouth and actually largemouth and smallmouth, and it was just great. I mean, you, um, it, it was good. And what we were catching on, on Mike, was, was quarter-inch jigs yeah. with a small creature bait, warm, you know, plastic, mm-hmm. you know, three inches or maybe three and a half inches long. Now, those work in the river. Um, all the fish that we caught are full of eggs, and I caught a hybrid. Hybrids don't spawn in fresh water, but Mike, I caught a hybrid that was jam-packed full of eggs. I no have kidding. never seen that in my life, hmm. and I haven't had an opportunity to talk to biologists about it. I don't know what that means. I, I don't either, and, and I wonder if those, if, and obviously she will lay those eggs. I wonder if they are fertilized and if they'll hatch. Well, they say that that uh, the hybrids and strappers go through the motions of spawning, but they can't spawn. But then when I catch a female that's full of eggs, I'm going, she's going to do something with these babies, <laughs> you know? Wow. And so I, and I say I have it because it's just been, uh, it was on uh, Tuesday, Mike, when we were there, and I haven't mm-hmm. had an opportunity to talk to biologists about it, but I will. But we're, we're at that point, and I told I told Dale while we were fishing, I said, I'd like to catch a six or seven pound smallmouth. Here's what he said. This is the time to do that. Wow. And that's so, a big smallmouth. If you're fishing right now, as you let the American Roots outdoors, this is the best time that you will have to catch a really big fish before they spawn. Wow. And, you know, I've seen on social media, Tomcat, that uh, the crappie bite is just phenomenal right now. I mean, everybody that's going to the lake is just catching a boatload of crappie. Oh, my goodness. And they're catching two-pound slabs. And, and when you actually put a crappie on the scale, Mike, and it pulls it down to two pounds, mm-hmm. that's a big crappie. And we're really blessed in, in Arkansas, Missouri, to have two-pound crappie that we can catch. I mean, it's just great. And, uh, you know, crappie are the kings of spring. And so now's the time to get out there and get them because the Eventually, it'll, it'll be over, and it'll be done, and uh, just right now is the time to do it. And, and uh, the dogwoods are blooming, the red bird, the red buds are bedded out, and that means these fish are on the move, and they're looking forward to the spawn, and right now is the time to do it. And the, the thing that you can't do, you can't catch a fish at home. Right. That's you right. Know, it don't matter if you fish a pond. And, boy, they've caught some phenomenal crappie and bass out of the farm ponds, Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just we a good really time. like ponds, you know, creek, just go. Go fish it. Yeah, go you got to catch some fish, man, because it's that time. <laughs> 
It is that time. It's also that time that we are out of time. Uh, Tommy, well, thank you for, for joining us today and enlightening folks. And, and uh, folks, you can hear Tommy on K-Country 95 Radio every Monday afternoon at 105 with the Outdoors Live, along with the Slang Blade. What's the Slang Blade doing today anyway? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, what's, the, what's Slang Blade doing today anyway? Well, I think he's working on my guitar. I've got okay. a, a really neat old guitar that I've had for a long time, and, and it had some electronics problems, and Dwayne knows how to do that kind of stuff, so he's working on my guitar, I think, probably today. Right. Well, it'll probably sound pretty good when he gets it done. All right, Tommy, thanks again, and uh, and good luck if you get out in the turkey woods with the kids this weekend. And if you go fishing, hope you catch a whole bunch of them. And if you catch more than you can eat, you know where to find me on Monday afternoon. <laughs> and my thank you and thank Alex very much for having me today. All right, folks, that's going to wrap it up for the American Roots Outdoors radio show for this week. On behalf of Wayne Locke, uh, Tomcat Tommy Garner, Alex Rutledge, I'm the Red Bull Mike Crace. When your roots run deep and strong, there's no reason to fear the wind. So you never got to worry what the wind might do. American Thank you for joining us for today's American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge. You can find us on Facebook. Look us up on the World Wide Web at AmericanRootsOutdoors.com. We'll be back again next week on this great radio station.